Hello, welcome to the How Stuff Works Probably podcast. First, I want to thank BAMF Radio again for the new intro music. We are currently really, quote-unquote, as the youth say, digging it. Um, I also want to congratulate Bella for passing her black belt maintenance exam. I couldn't have been more proud of you, and I was happy I was able to be there for you. We'll now go ahead and dive in. As always, how are you doing today, Charlie? I'm doing all right. How are you? That's a lie, because I know you're tired because you just came from work. Well, that's... I'm all right. I'm not great, but I'm all right. Okay, that's improvement. How are you doing, Jordan? <laughs> doing all right. Happy to hear that, man. Um, so as always, we're just going to go ahead and dive right into um, the topic today. And so the topic today is the Bible, a prequel to Harry Potter. And I, the first reason why I want to s- propose the theory that the Bible is a prequel to Harry Potter is because, first of all, Harry Potter is the number one book read of all time. We all know that. And, of course. And close second to that is the Bible. Mm-hmm. So just doing simple mathematics right there, it's clear indication that one is vice versa, the prequel to the other. And traditionally speaking, the main series is always more popular than the prequel. And as we have some magical music going on. Um, so that's why I would say that the Bible, naturally being the runner up to Harry Potter, is the prequel to um, Harry Potter. There are a lot of overarching theories that like can kind of bring the two to be connected. Mm-hmm. The simplest of all, of course, is the theory that all books are connected. And with mm-hmm. the Bible being the original book, it is obviously the prequel to Harry Potter being the most popular book currently. And if the Bible is nothing, it is a Christian allegory. And if Harry Potter is nothing, it is nothing but a Christian allegory. Very similar to that one book with the lion that's called... The Lion, the Witch, the Wardrobe? Yes. Yeah, I would think that's a thing. That sounds right. I'm not 100% (laughs) sure, but that might be right. Um, So, obviously, we have the theory that all books are connected interdependently upon each other. And then we also have the fact that the Bible is the second most read book next to Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Um, We also, let's go ahead and dive into some of the characters. You know, first of all, if it's, it's, it's clear as day, in my opinion, that um, the Lucifer that's talked about in the in the Bible is the main lead character Harry Potter in the books. Both of them are the the chosen child, right. um, if you will, um, and it shows the original fall from grace. Um, and Lucifer does in the Bible, which is actually the entire life story of um, Harry Potter from when he was born to when he got the original um, scar on his head from Lord, Lord Voldemort. Right. Um, so those that's just that, that's what the story, and that's really when you really get into the Book of Revelations is really just the book that describes the battle of Lord Voldemort trying to um, cast out Harry Potter um, at, from heaven. You know, as God tried to cast out um, Lucifer as well, or of course Cthulhu, or Cthulhu as well, depending on which version you're reading. We're going well, just for the sake of argument, go with King James version. But you know, we oh. can go Gnostic if you want. <laughs> well, I mean, if you go with the Cthulhu version, then it can t- it ties in with the whole idea of Harry Potter being about witches and wizards. Yes, and going back into our course, previous last week's yes, episode, yes, talking yeah. about last week's episode in which Cthulhu gave the witches and the wizards their powers, essentially. So, mm-hmm. um, like this fall of Lucifer compa- compared to the fall of Harry Potter, and like casting out this member that is supposed to be the chosen one. Um, or the bringer of light, as you yes. may. Um, Again, another translation into why I would say that Harry Potter is um, Lucifer is because, as we all know, Lucifer's name is the, the dawn bringer, the bringer of light. Right. And if Harry Potter is nothing, it is, a, it is about a child bringing light into the darkness. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have a one-to-one ratio right there off the bat, as is. 
Um, on top of that, though, really interesting with your um, Cthulhu theory and everything like that, we see um, that in the Bible, at least in the original um, Pentecostal, the, sort of the Jewish, the original five books of the Jewish Torah, um, we really see people living for again hundreds and hundreds of years. Very similar to that original love story um, mm-hmm. in um, between the the, um, the witch that originally got her power from the fish um, from the cuttlefish when she received his cuttlebone. Um, right. We see that also in the Harry Potter universe. How old was Dumbledore when he died? You know, he was a motherfucking old ass wizard. <laughs> That's true. Just <laughs> plain and simple. And Lord Voldemort, how old? He was a motherfucking old ass wizard too. Yes. Um, so we're seeing again this this combined universe where we're seeing. Old ass motherfuckers battling it out. And if that's not biblical, I don't know what the fuck is. Right. You know, plain For and simple. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's kind of this like give and take where the the Bible is more about the giving of the powers, mm-hmm. whereas the Harry Potter series is about the taking away of the powers, which kind of like leads one into the other and exactly. giving Natural it a nice chronological order. Right. A yeah. nice. Uh, prequel to sequel sort of system yeah exactly and then you know just going continuing into the character development you know you see um in the harry potter books a pair of twins um fred and george one of them unfortunately you know i just fair warning right now if you haven't read the bible or any of the harry potter books there's going to be a shit ton of spoilers in this episode (laughs) so just throwing that out there right now so we can't have anyone yell at us um But Fred and one of the one of the twins in the Harry Potter books, I won't say who, just to re, just keep some mystery there. One of them <laughs> dies, right? Yes. Um, yeah, they lose an ear. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, and we see also in um, again in the first book of Genesis um, in the Bible, we see the story of Cain and Abel. Right. Where um, Cain kills Abel. Mm-hmm. So we see the story of, again, another brother's dying. And it could be argued that in the Harry Potter universe, it could be one of the twins' fault that the other died. It's arguable. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's more up to interpretation because, as you know, any good Christian allegory, such as Harry Potter, um, can be left up to interpretation. But those direct actions have consequences. And both in both those stories, a brother dies. Right. And the other one is, in, for lack of better terms, cast out in will. Um, and, and there's a story, as so we know, in the, uh, in the end of Harry Potter, this dramatically changes the living brother's outlook and how he goes in further developments into his life. Right. And it also sends the, um, the brother that dies into hell to join into the, the wizarding war in, in heaven. Yes. Yeah. Well, we, we got to take down God, you know, right. which is Lord Voldemort in the Harry Potter books is, mm-hmm. the, is, the, is that perspective because we're seeing the Bible as the perspective from the witches and the wizard side. So we're seeing it from the perspective of the war against God. And, you know, as we know, if any good, uh, continuing from our last week's episode, if the theory is true that witches die um, because they sink to continue the war against God, this is literally the heaven and the hell and purgatory is the Harry Potter universe of the witches and wizards fighting God at this point. Right. And it's only natural for them to vilify God in the book, you know, make him look to be this despicable being as Lord Voldemort. And the best way to make someone look despicable, take away their nose. (laughs) Well, I mean, we all know that Cthulhu does not have a nose. And that's why he looks insidious. (laughs) Words. (laughs) Words of the day. Insidious. Um, I I just want, I just have so many more examples. Charlie, is there anything you really want to touch on before we just continue in this narrative? Uh, If you have more examples, then keep going. (laughs) No problem. I will keep firing off that. Um, So obviously we want to go into the concept now of original sin. Right. Um, And it is very talked about in the book of, uh, it's originally noted in the book of Genesis, but it's continued again, especially in the the Bible with um, the new covenant and everything like that. Once you get into the Christian tales, Um, 
I think this is extremely evident in the Harry Potter series because literally any good moment in that series is when someone dies. Mm -hmm. And this is the final atonement for that original sin of taking the cuddle bone. You know, right. exactly yes. like that. And that's what the price of magic is. Death. Mm -hmm. um, we see it. So even the lead character, you know, the personification of Lucifer, Harry Potter, he actually has a scene where he dies too as well at the yes. very end. Yes. And we see him go into that limbo state where he's met with um, only Lucifer's best friend, Bezelbub, and portrayed as Lord, um, uh, what's it, what the fuck is his name? The good, the quote unquote good wizard, the Harry oh. Dumbledore. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, George. <laughs> this is why we have you here. Um, <laughs> Dumbledore portrayed as Bezelbub. Also, oddly enough, the piggy in Lord of the Flies, but we do not need to get into that. Um, we see him talking to each other there about what are the next steps. Do you want to continue the war against God? In which, obviously, it would end up turning that God does win the final judgment day and does cast out... Or, I mean, Lucifer wins the final judgment day and casts out God as we see um, Lord Voldemort perish at the end. Right. Um, which is the true way to read the Bible, in my opinion, to see Satan and Lucifer and Beelzebub and all those guys take over God. Right. You know, I think that's the only proper way to read right. the Bible. I mean, of course, like the book of Revelations is the talking of the, the return of um, Cthulhu or God, mm -hmm. rather than, as many people like to interpret it, the return of Satan. It is the return of God that they are talking about. Yeah, it's terrifying, and, terrifying. Thing. Right. And so that is like the story of Harry Potter is the coming of Revelations. Correct. And, you know, and that's when we, when we have examples of Fred um, uh, and George and Hermione and um, that really guy, guy who got really cute throughout the series, um, Harry Potter's cousin, Neville. Ch Neville? Neville, uh, yes. He got really hot at the end of it. All of these are different archetypes for different devils and different Satans and everything like that, you know, um, where Hermione's clearly um, the devil of greed and envy specifically mm -hmm. more envy than anything else um we have um uh fred weasley who is the archetype for gluttony right. i mean remember the first feet scene come mm -hmm. on literally yeah. that mouth is just being rah, 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 rah. oh my god my mic is falling on me okay people <laughs> we continue through um that must be an interesting sound can you still hear me on this mic or yeah okay still. all right pause pause all right and welcome back. Sorry about that. My microphone literally fell on me. And that is the power of God or Lord Voldemort trying to stop us from telling the truth of the allegory yeah, between of, the Bible. Of, and of course, like, I can expect some several te technical yes. difficulties throughout this podcast because we are definitely revealing things that are not wanted. Correct. And we are here to bring you nothing but the probable truth. And that is what this podcast stands for. And we will fight through any God's interventions or anything like that. That's just what we're going to do here. And you can, you can deal with it or not. You know, that's not our problem. We're doing this for us. So Yes, of course. <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> so to continuing with that, you know, I was I believe I was talking about how Fred was um, the archetype for um, gluttony. Yes. Um, and that we see in it. And then I don't, again, I'm going to have to ask you for the name of this, but the other really good um, Quidditch player. Cedric Diggory? Yeah, he's a really cute one. Yes. Um, he was clearly pride. Right. There was yeah, a, there's no different events. And then um, en Envy actually um, would have been Malvoy. thought you I, said that was Hermione. Hermione? Oh, I'm running out. They're, they, they're all interchange in my head, you know. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to mix up my demons here. Malfoy's probably Wrath. Wrath, thank you. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking of. Yeah, this is why Charlie and Jordan are here, people. I cannot be held accountable for my own actions. And then I would I would argue that Dobby 
the house elf is potentially sloth. Yeah, probably. You know, I mean, we... he, he doesn't want to work anymore, so he gets clothing. Lazy as fuck. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He literally chooses death over continuing to work. That is the ultimate epitome of laziness, in my opinion. Oh, yes. He's, he's definitely sloth. Yeah, there, there, I just there's no way fans bucks about it. Um, and, you know, as, as we're familiar in both the Bible and in... Um, Harry Potter, there are mystical beings, you know, there are, um, in specifically in Harry Potter, there's a basilisk. There's actually also a giant squid that, or a kraken that lives in a lake or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we, that's very one-to-one ratio with Jonah and the whale, you know, um, right. we see how mermaids and sirens, um, we have dragons, you know, mm-hmm. if there is no bigger dragon than Lucifer, you know, cause he's got to yep. whip down his big dick energy. I don't. I just don't know how much more clear we can make this. Is what I'm saying, Charlie. Yes. It, it, I mean, I. I think we've definitely established that the Bible is, in fact, a prequel to Harry Potter. It, it's just. It's just facts. Right. You know. You know. Yeah. And they may be all some weird version of alternative facts, but they're facts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you want to add? I. I mean, we pretty much well rounded on the this subject at hand, but mm-hmm. I. I do think that we should remind our readers to keep in their thoughts and possibly prayers for um, the incredible Mr. Roosevelt in that he has survived the assassination attempt Mm -hmm. during his presidential campaign. Um, He is still in the hospital and we should Mm -hmm. keep him in our thoughts. No, um, we, and especially with the news that um, the, the person who held Barry Goldwater's senatorial seat, John McCain actually passed away today. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, political turn, turmoil is really in the cultural zeitgeist right now. Mm-hmm. And we really do want to um, let the people trying to obstruct the incredible Mr. R from attaining presidenthood, that we will find you. We will kill you. Um, we will institute a brutal dictatorship with no remorse regime. And we will offer you cuddle buddies. You know, because you know, we'll give and right. take in both worlds. But um, Mr. R is still alive. Um, we don't know. He's in, in kind of like a vegetative state, though, at this current junction. Can mm-hmm. we reveal that on national news? I, I think it'll be okay. <laughs> okay. For the 10,000 people who have downloaded this podcast, you guys get to know. Um, I really consider this, uh, just to make one final point, really, into the combination of the Bible and Harry Potter. Um, with the combined technical difficulties, with the assassination attempt on Mr. R's life, um, that we really are breaking more news here on this podcast than even Alex Jones, for instance. <laughs> you know, he brought us the fact that the frogs are turning gay. Right. But we're bringing you indefutable evidence that the Bible is a prequel to Harry Potter. Very much similar, similar to how the Mormons believe that the Bible is a prequel to the Book of Mormon. Right. Um, you can, and then, so you get this really interesting junction where you're having now this new series, Fantastic Beasts, come out. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's really talking about the interlude period in between, um, if I, if I, if I understand correctly, at least, um, in between, um, right where the Bible quote unquote ends with the ancient Israelites Mm -hmm. and into the modern day. I believe it's all an allegory for the medieval past and everything like that right you know when unicorns and everything still existed when atlanta was still enchanted it's like a bridge if you may between the bible and harry potter yeah so it's a sequel to the bible but Mm -hmm. a prequel to the harry potter harry potter series um because you know if 1950s new york isn't a prequel to what i don't know what the fuck is prequel (laughs) then um but you know we really want to kids where 
does the Bible end? It, it lives that the God is alive and Satan's alive and devils and everything are alive in the universe. Um, and these fantastical beasts, you know, we don't know what the end at the ends of the earth are, that the gates to heaven and hell are real places here on earth. We're only, we only read the Bible literally, of course, because it's the only way to read it. Um, young earth theory for the win. Um, <laughs> and that's what the fantastic beast really does goes to show. And it especially follows this one character who goes around and realizes that man is not someone who is supposed to subdue the beast. So we're, we have the Bible contradicting itself, which right. you haven't read the Bible literally. It does a lot. Right. It goes all over the place. Like literally read the first two books of uh, chapters of Genesis. Like it says us as God. And then it says Lord as God. It's weird. It gets into some crazy ass shit. Literary devices be damned. Mm. Um, but we see that this this coming of age into where we get in the Harry Potter books of that man is not supposed to subdue nature. Right. But be a part of it. And exactly. And it follows um, Lord Salamander, um, which is also just saying, you know, a throw-off spin-off, spin-off series into a fairy tale. Same exact same exact series. Um, it's Fantastic Beats in this show called Fairy Tale um, or manga. Um, that... Um, that's why he goes around. He's trying to understand the devils. That's why you have the, what's the crazy, weird, dark, dead children thing that was a witch thing in Fantastic Beasts? I, I, have you seen Fantastic Beasts? No, I have not. You've not seen Fantastic Beasts? <laughs> oh my God. Jordan, have you seen Fantastic Beasts? You're alone on this one, Nate. You guys are uncultured swine. Um, <laughs> no, but there's this like Dementor kind of like black things are like children that weren't able to handle the magic because they were never taught it and they were um eventually the dark magic consumed them okay um and basically what i'm saying is that you know with this you know that they weren't allowed to acknowledge the powers so like a wraith like creature yeah, kind of very similar in that in the concept at least mm -hmm. um and the salamander dude who is in it um basically comes up and is like no this they're evil idiot creatures and all that shit but they were at one point these kids and we need to learn how to save them from this shit right right and is like and so that's that's the big premise of the entire first movie at least right and that's really where we see the transition point into devils learning how to accept who they are mm -hmm. and that's where we get into harry potter where you see now witches and devils and dementors and wizards truly accepting who they are as a person and being able to own it, you know, quote unquote, flaunt it like they're like a peacock, you know? Yes. Um, because at this point, you know, the war against God is reaching, uh, is going up into its final reaching point, you right. know? And it's like, you have like magical items, like the Ark of the Covenant, you know, mm -hmm. very popularized in the Indiana Jones movie, um, that you see in Harry Potter, where you see all these mystical and enchanted items, these sacred items, you know, mm -hmm. like the philosopher's stone. Right. Um, that one weird mirror that tells, shows you what you want. Um, in mirror the, of Desire or something Yeah, like Mirror of Desire. You know, I think my personal Mirror of Desire would just be a shit ton of pinup girls. <laughs> uh, I could be wrong about that. What do you think yours would be? I actually have no idea. Just maybe not being in physical pain at all times? Uh, well, I don't know how you <laughs> see that in a mirror, but... <laughs> Oxycontin, maybe. 100%. Maybe. <laughs> we are don't do a, drugs, kids. <laughs> yeah, don't do drugs. <laughs> Yeah, so probably we're in the middle of an epidemic. I guess we have to say that. Um, and there's these continued, you know, this the rebirth of God, or or this the or the, you know, I think another real important allegory I want to point out real quick before we end this podcast is um, the Order of the Phoenix, mm -hmm. where we actually see a phoenix. Right. And I'm, if that is not a one to one ratio with the rebirth of Christ, then fuck me in the asshole. I don't <laughs> fucking know what the hell. I don't know how else to prove right. this shit. You know. I mean, of course, like that original cuttlefish is. 
an image yes. of Christ. Yes. And he's lost his magic, and now he's yes. reborn as this phoenix in the Harry yes. Potter series. So it does all tie together very nicely. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, 1,000% yes. It's just, come on, people. Wake up your eyes. Don't sleep. Don't drink the fluoridated water. <laughs> Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of all of our political stuff, do remember to register to vote so that when Mr. No, R no. comes out of his coma, you can vote for him in his presidential campaign. Yeah, of course. And that's a really big point. Um, and the reason why we say that is because, you know, the only other real we have to we you can't tr- learn. You can't trust people. Um, as we know, Lord Snape from the Harry Potter series was a scoundrel and a thief. Mm-hmm. He was a one to one character as Judas. Right. Um, who in our ways did a great service by, you know, by killing Christ. But then we didn't know that Christ would come back and prevent Satan from taking over a little longer. So mm-hmm. he was a really kind of a big dick in the whole grand scheme of things. And same thing happened um, in the Harry Potter series. This time he was able to avenge himself and um, save um, Lucifer, a.k.a. Harry Potter, right. to kill God and everything like mm-hmm. that. Um, but the, the point we're trying to make here with the whole registered vote thing is literally trust no bitch. Don't trust big main bitch. Don't trust mama bitch. Don't trust little bitch. Don't trust yourself bitch. Trust right. no one. Vote for Mr. R. That is all we ask. <laughs> okay, that's all I got. Yep. All right. Well, have a good night, dear readers. We love you. We love you very much. And remember to eat cheese. <laughs> <laughs>